For two years, as inflation skyrocketed, crime soared, the border was erased, Afghanistan was a disaster, and Joe Biden destroyed our country, the American people have been besieged with lies from the partisan witch hunt known as the Unselect Committee on January 6th. The committee cut the part of my speech out where I encourage protesters to make their voices heard peacefully and patriotically. But nobody ever says that. They claimed I did not respond for 187 minutes, when, in fact, I issued a statement urging peace and respect for law enforcement within 25 minutes of the Capitol Bridge and another statement 30 minutes after that. The real story is what the Unselect Committee did not mention in their fake trial. And this was really fake. Days before the protest, I urged the deployment of 10,000 to 20,000 National Guard troops to keep the event safe for all involved. We wanted security. We wanted safety. There was no insurrection, and there wasn't going to be an insurrection. It was made up by these sick people. Hi-yow! Info Ninja. Welcome back, everybody. Ladies and gentlemen, please share this show. Get the truth out. Get, get the word out. We are spreading good information here, good news. Please share it with the Democrat in your life. We've all got one. We don't want to talk about it, but this is your safe space where you can actually say, yes, I am friends with someone on the other side. Maybe they don't know what side you're on, and that's why they're still friends with you, because it tends to work that way. Us, the more American-minded type folk, we're open to different opinions. We're open to people not always agreeing, but we could still be friends. Not so much on the Looney Tune side of things. They're not really open to being friends with you unless you're a member of the cult. So share this show with them. Maybe that's how you come out of the closet. You come out of the quote unquote conservative closet. I don't really know if all my listeners are conservative, independent. I know you're probably not too Looney Tune, nutcase, woke, liberal. So please share it with those folks and share it with the other people that think like us because the more the merrier, baby. The dojo can always expand. You've got talent, you've got charisma, and you got balls. So what do you say, folks? Let's play a game. Hello. I want to play a game. So I'm going to read some statistics off to you, and I want you to tell me if this is the NBA or if it is the NFL. And forgive me if you've heard this before, but I find it very, very interesting because the NBA, if you have a very bad day and you're an NBA player, you probably got three or four people pregnant last night. Same if you're in the NFL or you may have killed someone and put them in a trunk. But for the most part, a bad day for an NBA is they lost the game and for the NFL, they got injured or they lost the game or whatever it is, but normally not life and death stuff unless you're Ray Lewis and you are actually killing people and putting them into trunks. Yeah, my bad. NBA or NFL, here we go. Currently, 36 of them are accused of spousal abuse. NFL or NBA? Seven have been arrested for fraud. 19 are currently accused of writing bad checks. NFL or NBA? 117 of them have bankrupted at least two different businesses. Three of them, since they joined the league, have done time for assault in prison. 71 of them have such bad credit that they can't get a credit card. 14 of them have been arrested on drug charges. Eight have been arrested for shoplifting. 21 of them are currently being sued by someone. And 84 of them, in just the last year, 84 of them have been arrested for drunk driving. 
So is that the 450 active NBA players or is that the 53? Every NFL team, there's 32 NFL teams, can have about 53 players on the roster. So that's about 1,600 people. So is that the, the NBA or the NFL? All those statistics, those horrible stats I just read you, is it the NBA or NFL? What do you think? Answer, neither. I am describing to you the current 435 members of Congress. Fuck this shit, I'm out. Yeah, that's right. People that when they have a bad day, we could die. People that when they have a rough day could tank our entire economy. They're not scoring touchdowns. They're not dunking the basketball. So we don't care. Turn on Netflix. Go back to sleep. Something is very wrong here, folks. These are the people that are quote unquote leading this nation. That's why they call it the swamp. You get there and you get stuck in it. You become part of it, part of that goo, and it sucks you in. And the swamp is dirty and it never goes anywhere. Was that a fart? I don't know. I can taste it. I'm a tongue. Okay, I'll be honest with you, I did fart. Is that onion? Onion and onion and ketchup. Donald Trump tried to get rid of the swamp. I really believed that if anything, Donald Trump exposed the swamp. Maybe he didn't drain it at all. Maybe he didn't get rid of any of it, but he at least made it real for everyone. He exposed them. He let everyone know that this is a real thing and we need to fight against it. I think Donald Trump did a lot of good. Second best president in my lifetime. I would say Ronald Reagan is number one. Definitely number two is Donald Trump. I was really looking forward to having the 80s again, but we got it stolen from us. If you believe that election was legitimate, I've got a bridge I want to sell to you too. Nothing makes sense about that election. I don't care what you say about this and that. It's ballot harvesting. Yes, I get it. But something was very, very weird about that election. The way I see it is, is that so many Americans, an overwhelming majority of Americans did not vote for Joe Biden, voted for Donald Trump, that they had to literally stop counting in the middle of the night and bring in more ballots. And they still barely squeaked by like Joe Biden did not beat Donald Trump by that much in quotation marks beat him. So I believe America got our future stolen from us. But guess who's back, baby? Guess who's back, 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 back again. That's right. Donald Trump is running again. You know this, but you probably, because you're watching mainstream media, have not seen his newest like election announcement video. He's talking about the things that he wants to do. And I guess this is really the first time he's got super specific in these videos. And he said some things that have me pretty damn excited. So check this out. You haven't heard this yet. You're welcome. Hi, yow! Past generations of Americans pursued big dreams and daring projects that once seemed absolutely impossible. They pushed across an unsettled continent and built new cities in the wild frontier. They transformed American life with the interstate highway system. Magnificent it was. And they launched a vast network of satellites into orbit all around the Earth. But today, our country has lost its boldness. Under my leadership, we will get it back in a very big way. If you look at just three years ago, what we were doing was unthinkable. 
how good it was, how great it was for our country. Our objective will be a quantum leap in the American standard of living. That's what will happen. Here are just a few of the ways we can do it. Almost one-third of the landmass of the United States is owned by the federal government, with just a very, very small portion of that land, just a fraction, one-half of one percent. Would you believe that? We should hold a contest to charter up to 10 new cities and award them to the best proposals for development. In other words, we'll actually build new cities in our country again. These freedom cities will reopen the frontier, reignite American imagination, and give hundreds of thousands of young people and other people, all hardworking families, a new shot at home ownership and, in fact, the American dream. Another big opportunity is in transportation. Dozens of major companies in the United States and China are racing to develop vertical takeoff and landing vehicles for families and individuals. Just as the United States led the automotive revolution in the last century, I want to ensure that America, not China, leads this revolution in air mobility. These breakthroughs can transform commerce, bring a giant infusion of wealth into rural America, and connect families and our country in new ways. Likewise, through our Strategic National Manufacturing Initiative, which is going to be very big and very, very successful. We will turn forgotten communities into hives of industry, producing the goods we will no longer import from China. We will also have a major initiative on lowering the cost of living with a special focus on lowering the cost of a new car and lowering the cost to build a single-family home. And they will be beautiful homes. And I will ask Congress to support baby bonuses for young parents to help launch a new baby boom. Finally, I'll challenge the governors of all 50 states to join me in a great modernization and beautification campaign, getting rid of ugly buildings, refurbishing our parks and our public spaces, making cities and towns more livable, ensuring a pristine environment, and building towering monuments to our true American heroes. Very importantly, I will also make sure all of these new places are safe. We love and cherish our police. They will do the job the way they have to. It is time to start talking about greatness for our country again. I will dramatically increase living standards and build a future that brings our country together through excitement, opportunity, and success. Thank you very much. Ten new cities? That's amazing! Nobody's talking about that kind of stuff anymore. Nobody's talking about building new cities, giving up some of this federal land, like half of 1% of federal land, and building 10 new cities, bringing in the best and brightest, having a contest where the best developers get to develop 10 new cities. Imagine the new families that can come from that, the new jobs, the new industry. This is amazing. New vacation spots. This is really cool. It's something new. We should all be very excited about this. Now, I'm sure the environmentalists are going to hate it. They're going to hate that any kind of land with any kind of vegetation on it might be used for something other than vegetating. But people can actually move there, build things. This is exciting. I like this. This is the kind of Donald Trump that I like. 
This is not the Donald Trump that I felt like we got last time. I felt like it's the kind of Donald Trump that we got in the beginning. And then I think they just attacked him over and over again. He was playing defense, basically, rather than offense. So that was a weak point of him. I really think that he is weak on a few things. I actually think that Donald Trump is awesome on infrastructure. He would be the guy that we would want to help build new cities, make sure this got pushed through. The stuff that he did in New York is legendary. The stuff that he did with the ice rink is legendary in New York. He basically took that ice rink in the middle of Central Park that had just been this colossal failure for years and was this eyesore and it was way over budget. And he said, hey, I'll get it done for way less than you think and in way less time. And now it's beautiful. It happens. This guy knows how to develop things. So having him improve the infrastructure of the United States is incredible. He is literally the number one guy that I would pick to do that. Donald Trump is probably the most qualified guy to do this. He knows the right prices, the right way, the right people to talk to. Let's get this guy building bridges. Let's get him in the White House. Let's get this rocking. He is the man for that. But I think that he is actually kind of weak on woke. Not that he's not anti-woke. Donald Trump is definitely anti-woke. I just feel like he can't effectively bob and weave. He like gets attacked and he takes the bait and attacks them right back and leaves them more bait to attack back again. He never like puts the argument to rest in an intelligent and creative way. You have to kind of like bob and weave as you're attacking them. You got to stick and move. You can't give them a way to attack you back. That way the war is never ending. We want the war to end. We want to advance the truth and common sense so that this wokeness goes away. And I think they're just going to attack him. He's going to attack back and the fire is just going to get hotter in that area. So it's kind of like he needs a running mate. Donald Trump does that kind of makes up for his weaknesses. And it's got to be a running mate that can handle the woke. Maybe somebody that's got like a track record of managing this woke stuff in super creative ways that make people go, ah, yeah, yeah, he's got us. We can't really defend that. Like something like that. Someone as a running mate to kind of fill in the gaps with Donald Trump. Only if there was someone out there like that. When the world lost its mind, When common sense suddenly became an uncommon virtue, Florida was a refuge of sanity, a citadel of freedom for our fellow Americans and even for people around the world. Ron DeSantis has decided to put his people first. Ron DeSantis taking a lot of heat over it, but he's not backing down. Florida's success has been made more difficult by the floundering federal establishment in Washington, D.C. An inflationary spending binge that has left our nation weaker and our citizens poorer. It has enacted pandemic restrictions and mandates. It has recklessly facilitated open borders. It has imposed an energy policy that has crippled our nation's domestic production. This has caused many to be pessimistic about the country's future. Some even say that failure is inevitable. Florida is proof positive that we the people are not destined for failure. DeSantis wins. He has made a promise and he's making good on the promise. Florida is leading the nation. We are the nation's fastest growing state. We rank number one in education freedom. We are number one in economic freedom. Florida also ranks number one in public higher education. This is a record we can all be proud of. That's why the left hates Governor DeSantis, because he's a winner. That's what the guy does, he wins. Decline is a choice. 
success is attainable and freedom is worth fighting for. That's right, baby. Ronald DeMan DeSantis. I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of DeSantis. I love those T-shirts that say Make America Florida. That's right. I want the rest of America to be Florida, including the crazy tiger people and the people that own pythons. I hate snakes, but still, you can do anything you want. It's the wild, wild west in Florida. I think the United States should kind of be like that. That's freedom. Yes, freedom to make mistakes. Hopefully, freedom to not hurt anybody else. But yeah, let's make the rest of America Florida. This would be incredible if we can get these two guys on the same ticket. Just think about it. You could have... Donald Trump managing the infrastructure. You can have Donald Trump managing like foreign relations. Yeah, nobody wants to mess with this guy. There's no way that Putin would have went into the Ukraine at all if Donald Trump was around. Donald Trump was making peace in the Middle East. No one was messing with us. Donald Trump can definitely be our foreign relations guy, our infrastructure guy, our economy guy. The economy was rocking. Gas prices were lower. The stock market was booming. The guy knew how to make things move and shake when it came to money. We definitely want him on that. But when it comes to the woke stuff, who's better at it than Ron DeSantis? He's the man. That stuff where he flew the immigrants to Martha's Vineyard, that's beautiful. That's fighting back in a way where they can't, there's no defense for that. Their their defense is he's mean. They can't come back and say anything because they know they're full of shit. There was no defense for it. We sent you what you asked for. And when it got there, it got to be real for you and you rejected it. DeSantis is the man to get wokeness out of schools. He is the man to get the federal appointees and the federal employees that are terrible out of the mix. He's very good at hiring people that have the right ideology. Ron DeSantis has done that in Florida. I think he can do it for the country as well as the vice president. Do his best to get rid of these federal judges that are choosing when they want to follow the law. Judges aren't supposed to choose when they follow the law. They're supposed to interpret the law and interpret someone's offense of that law, but they are not supposed to decide when they're going to prosecute and not. That is actually a violation. So go through and get rid of all these George Soros funded, super woke judges out there. Do the best you can on a federal level to do that. That is a Ron DeSantis job for sure. Um, I would love to see this guy just find every federal program that made no sense that was super woke and get rid of it. I would love to see this guy with his hand in the Department of Federal, the Federal Department of Education, not just the Florida Department. Let's make America Florida again. So if we can get somehow Trump's ego and DeSantis onto the same team, that's not the dream team, baby. That is the cream team. The problem is if Trump runs and then DeSantis, we already know Trump is running and then DeSantis runs, it's going to split the vote. It's going to be a Ross Perot. Bill Clinton would not have been elected if it wasn't for Ross Perot running and splitting the vote for the people that were going to vote for George Bush. I'm sorry. That's what happened. That'll exactly be what happens if Trump and DeSantis run against each other. And I worry that Trump will actually destroy DeSantis, destroy like him, his his reputation, his integrity. He'll make it look awful to be Ron DeSantis. And we don't want that to be the case. So if we can get these two on the same ticket rather than running against each other, we would truly have that cream team. So the best I figure, the only way to make this happen, to make the cream team actually be a thing in reality is we're going to have to pray. Whenever you're doing your daily prayers, you're going to have to say, hey, God, if you can make Trump DeSantis 2024 happen, that would be awesome. Amen. And just leave it at that. Okay. We have to get some outside help from above on this one because 
I don't know how this is going to come together. I don't know how we can make it happen. If they can set aside their differences, if Donald Trump can set aside his ego and they could do all this for the good of the country, because if they really do care about the country like they say they do, then they have to be willing to do this for the, the good of the country and not split the vote. Because honestly, if DeSantis can say, hey, listen, I'm not going to criticize my boss. I'm not going to criticize the president, Donald Trump. I'm, I have to support him. I have things I would do my way. And when I get my opportunity to hopefully run the country, I will do it my way. But right now I'm going to support him. If he would just roll with that and not get any more specific than that, maybe he can navigate some of the things that Trump may do or say that DeSantis might not agree with. But if the agreement could be, hey, DeSantis, you're going to manage, you're going to be the woke czar and get rid of all that. And I, Donald Trump, I'm going to take care of all of the, the tax situation and the money and the economy and the foreign relations, we can have an amazing country for like the next, like not just four years of Donald Trump, but then eight years of DeSantis, 12 years in total. And then even if a Democrat got elected, it's going to take them at least another four years to start to screw up what they did. So ultimately we're looking at like maybe 16 to maybe 20 years of amazingness that will echo throughout our children's lives. So let's bring it about. Let's bring about the cream team because they will cream everyone so badly that they're not going to be able to steal it this time. They'll try, but they're going to get creamed so bad they won't be able to steal it. And of course, because many of us will cream in our pants. Hagao! Info Ninja. Governor, if you could, I want to ask you about the recommendation. Rights and education, what critics call the don't say gay bill is on the Senate floor. Does it say that in the bill? No, that you support. Does it say that in the bill? I'm asking, I'm asking you to tell me what's in the bill because I'm you are pushing false narratives. It doesn't matter what critics say. Well, it says it bans classroom instruction on sexual identity and gender orientation. I For who? For, for grades pre-K through three. I know you So five-year-olds, six-year-olds, seven-year-olds, and... Um, the idea that you wouldn't be honest about that and tell people what it actually says, it's why people don't trust people like you because you peddle false narratives.